Hello there, besties. Happy Monday. Welcome to the third episode of How to Hot Girl. I hope that you're enjoying these episodes so far. I hope that there's something that you can take away from each of them. And I sincerely hope that'll be the case as well with this next episode. Again, thank you to everyone who has shown support, who has messaged. It means a lot to me. I'm really grateful that you're listening and I hope that you enjoy this next episode. So my name is Eleanor and today we will be talking about falling in love with exercise. For those of you who know me, you know that I cannot shut up about the gym and that is very annoying. But if you're willingly tuning into this episode, then I'm going to keep doing that. I'm not going to speak just about the gym. I'm going to try and cover exercise in general. I am by no means a specialist, a PT or whatever. Again, I would just like to share my own experiences with how I fell in love with exercise. And hopefully you can too. I think it is such an important element of keeping healthy. I mean, I'm no scientist, but like that's pretty accurate. You have to have to be fit and healthy as much as you are able to. And if you're um, working out and feeling good, everything else seems to sort of fall into place as well, I think. I think exercising, although primarily, yeah, it's for your physical health, I think the mental health benefits are pretty immense as well. I always feel better after a little gym session or having a little walk. Sometimes I find, I don't know about you, But if I'm just sat in my room all day and I don't go outside, I just feel like so sluggish and tired and to an extent even a little bit queasy. I just, I can't sit still all day. I just then feel awful by the end of it. Whereas if I'm like, right, no, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get some fresh air right now. Even if that's all I'm doing, I still feel better for it. And I do live in Scotland. So sometimes, you know, you really have to drag yourself outside. But it is always worth it because I would rather do that and take a brisk walk, even just popping to the shops, then just sit in my room and ruminate and pit it off and end up just feeling a bit, yeah. So yeah, exercise isn't for everyone. I certainly didn't think it was for me until my university career, maybe the end of school really. Um, But exercise is vital to get all those feel-good chemicals. A runner's high is definitely a thing. And, you know, I'm talking about going to the gym. I absolutely love going to the gym and working out and, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror and being like, oh, I can lift that. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. If I can do that, what else can I do? I think it's really, really good. And you get all those nice chemicals that then can go on throughout your day and they can just help shift your mindset a little bit. Um, And yeah, it's an absolutely wonderful thing. And there are so many different ways to exercise. So yeah, I'm going to speak a little about the gym, but I'm also going to cover some other sports, some other low intensity things like yoga and Pilates later on too. And again, fundamentally, like just go for a walk. That's exercise. Get your, get moving for 30 minutes. Put on a podcast, put this on. Okay, go outside right now. And then hopefully by the time I finish this podcast, it will be long enough for you to have had a sufficient walk to get some fresh air, to get your blood pumping and we'll both feel accomplished I absolutely double dare you to do that I'm so clever (laughs) anyway yeah like I was saying I I never liked exercise in school in primary school I was never I was never first to be picked but I was never last 
defects. I don't know if anyone else feels that, but like your popularity in primary school was based on how fast you could be, like how fast you could run. Like that was it. That was your that was your social currency was like how good you were at it. Maybe that was just my school, but I do distinctly remember like being about the middling. I'm not the fastest, but you know, if I'm caught in tag, like oh, it's whatever. But yeah, that was kind of how we defined ourselves, I guess. And obviously that sort of attitude carried through to secondary, like, oh, it's the sporty boys who are always the most popular, really, and the girls as well. Um, and I was really quite awkward. I was a little bit a little bit gangly. Um, and it just was never really, never really something that I enjoyed. I'd pursued sports as a child. My parents were really, really keen for me to do that. I went to gymnastics. I tried dance. Horse riding as well. I know I'm a former horse girl. Put your money on that, I know. Um, and I enjoyed horse riding as well. But it was actually, I think, the school that I went to, they kept putting me on a lame horse who kept thrashing me about until I was just terrified and I just didn't go back. Which is a shame because they should have just put me on another horse and I was eight years old and they shouldn't have traumatised me like that. Like, try falling off a horse at eight years old. It is... It's a scary thing, but they did say, you know, you're not a horse rider until you fall off. So there we go. Then I did ice skating as well. I did that until secondary. Again, I really enjoyed it. But then I just, I think I just got bored with it, to be honest, when I got to a certain level. Um, so I did all these things. And then in secondary school, I did netball as well. I was never like an intense netball girl. Oh my goodness, they scare me so much. They still scare me. I think some countries as well have like, like netball is like, Again, it's a social currency, and I think parents take it really far as well. I remember being like traumatized by my friends who'd really get too into it, and I was just like, I just want to have some fun, you know. I just want to play netball at lunchtime, embrace that because it's here. Play with my friends, and um, but no, it was very scary, like going off and doing it in like other schools and stuff, because again, I wasn't the best. I I was just there to like have fun. Oh my gosh, it was so competitive, and the thing is like. I like solitary sports because you're only competing against yourself. Well, in all aspects of life, really, you should only be competing against yourself. But yeah, oh, netball. So I can completely relate to people who don't enjoy sports because of experiences like them. I was also really pushed to do golf as a child. My family is like really big on golf. Um, controversial, I know. Um, but like my dad's been doing it since he was like 15 on the other side of my family. Um, my cousin did it he was really good as well my uncle does it I have two and I have an aunt and an uncle who were like captains as well I live right next to a golf course um it was a very big thing and it was a very big thing that my dad specifically wanted me to get into because my dad was very good at football um and that was something he never pursued as a child well he did and um, but he was really good and unfortunately he couldn't take it to the next level I know what a cliche that old chestnut I know it's not because he got a sporting injury, but I think it was because of the economic situation of Thatcherite Britain, actually, <laughs> is why he sadly couldn't take it further than when he was like 15, 16. So we can never really relate on football. I watch football now and I enjoy it occasionally, but like I was never, never a football gal. I actually quite enjoy, enjoy the rugby, really excited for the Six Nations. So my dad really pushed golf on me. And again, I enjoyed it. I would go on Fridays after school um, I would go to the lessons I was forced to do lessons and I absolutely hated them for years for years I remember once like my mum made me go to this my parents made me go to this golf lesson this it was set up that I had to do it I honestly was traumatized it was all boys 
and I was still like in my awkward 13 14 year old stage I had acne I had not yet got my braces on I was not confident within myself I was not confident enough to like reach this masculine world of golf there was no other girls in this class I was isolated and like the boys would tease me and oh it's just yeah traumatizing and I just didn't it just really took away and the thing is like I was actually quite good at golf not to blow my own horn but I was really good at it but because of all these negative experiences it's not something that I ever wanted to pursue again I now live in the middle of the city so it's not something that's accessible anymore um but no all these negative experiences made me think like oh I don't actually want to pursue sports like I'm not I'm not sporty not at all um, but then thing, things change, you know, you need to change the way you look at things um, because hot girls, hot people know the value of moving your body and feeling good. And there are so many ways to do that that are not traumatizing that you can do and your inner child will not be wounded. Um, so I started, yeah, so started becoming better at sports towards the end of my sixth year I kind of got into sports a little bit and I was really like embracing the whole like oh PE and we've got the gym in school and like PE was the one thing I wouldn't skive in sixth year and it was awful because our class was overcrowded um, and my friends would always skive and the teachers knew they would skive and they always like tried to chase me down to like where are they where are they this is so awful and I was like I literally do not care and you shouldn't care either you have legit 150 other kids to look after right now for two hours too less will not hurt anyone um, and I also got into like there was like this sort of like um exercise group that was sort of like cardio infused um that I started going to as well some nights after school that was really fun um and then when I moved to uni I went to classes at the gym but I never really braced the weight section or you know I would go but like I would just be in a silly goofy mood and do whatever without appreciating you know the things I know now and knowing what to do and how to make the most of all the machines and such that were there but I went to classes and then Covid hit and obviously all these opportunities went out the window and my mum and I did the traditional you know Joe Wicks exercises then that led to me doing a little bit of weights exercises until eventually by the time gyms and such opened up I was ready to embrace the free weight section and there's different ways I guess with that story to like go around and find what sports you like and which ones make you feel good you don't have to just say oh I'm going to go to the gym today and I'm going to like it or oh, I'm going to join this team and I'm going to like it I know you can play around with things you can find what makes you feel good um because again recurrent theme literally no one cares you're only in competition with yourself you're looking out for yourself so find what makes you happy and I think it's important to remember that regardless of what your motivation is for exercising is that fundamentally it should be to feel good, not look good. If you're wanting to lose weight, change your appearance, fair enough, fair play. But fundamentally it should be to feel good and then the looking good will come afterwards. Obviously, if you have different goals, then I'm not gonna have time or the expertise to advise you on them during this episode. I would recommend therefore more research, but for people who are just like curious about exercise and wanting to find some relatable content, then yes absolutely getting into that but move your body to feel good not look good because everything else will then follow suit okay so I would like to briefly first talk about ways that you can sort of motivate yourself into doing exercise doing things that make you feel good something pretty basic is buying some really cute gym wear 
there are so many places out there. There's Bone Tea, there's Gymshark, there's the Amazon stuff, which is really great. And they've got such great chips on there as well. Buy yourself some cute gym wear. Um, buy yourself things that you can exercise in and feel confident and comfortable because that's really important. Don't buy really high tech stuff if you're not really sure what it's for. But to just get yourself started, you know, a pair of leggings, some joggies and a sports bra and a top over it. That's all you need. Um, and also you can just wear for the gym and such. You can just wear Converse um, or Air Forces or anything flat like that. That's actually some of the best stuff that you can do. Um, stuff you can wear, sorry, for starting with weights. Um, make sure that you have everything with you. Like I like to pack a little bag the night before. So even if you're not going to the gym, maybe if you're going out to do sports or yoga. Make sure everything's organised the night before and then you're not stressing about another thing. Um, and keep hydrated and keep, eat healthy as well. I'm not going to touch on this too much, but you know, I can talk about exercise all that I want here. But you know, it's also, um, if an overall healthy person has a good diet as well as pursuing exercise. And eat healthy too. Um, check yourself into doing exercise by having silly little protein bars and silly little shakes because some can actually be really nice. Not all. Not all of them, um, but some of them can be really nice. And um, personally, I've started taking um, pre-workout and it tastes like Tango Ice Blast. And that's a lovely little thing to have to have in the gym when I'm trying to lift weights. It's just like, oh yeah, just let me just have my silly little Tango Ice Blast. Um, and it makes me feel so much better. And well, it's pre-workout so I can do better as well. But just do things that will make you happy and make you feel confident and secure in what you're doing, regardless of what type of exercise it is that you're pursuing. And with that, I would like to talk about the gym. You probably guessed, I love the gym. Um, if you are interested in doing the gym, going for the gym, do it. Do not be afraid of the gym because, again, let me hear it, literally no one cares. Go to the gym. Something that people get really anxious about when going to the gym is that, oh my gosh, people are going to be judging me. They're going to be looking. No, they're not. They are too caught up with doing their own thing and looking at themselves in the mirror that they are not watching you. They are only watching you if you are doing something that is going to cause you or others harm. So be mindful of your space and be mindful of what you're doing. Otherwise, literally no one's going to approach you. Um, obviously, maybe some creeps will, but hopefully at the gym you're at, there will be some measures to prevent those sort of situations. But for just doing some exercises, literally no one cares. Research some things before you go. I use the Strong app. Um, which is really good because then you can use it to track what you're doing. You can set templates for workouts and it also shows you how to do the movements as well. Because sometimes I look at them still and I'm like, let me make sure that my form's right here because that's the most important thing. And even if you're not doing it right, embrace the L's. We've all gone to the gym and we've all done the wrong thing. We've all done the embarrassing thing. We've all been that person and the other people are thinking, what the heck? It does happen. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Maybe the first bit was a partial lie. But for the most part, no one cares but you do need to embrace the L's. Sometimes you will drop weights and make a loud noise. Sometimes you will do an exercise that a YouTuber or influencer has advocated when really this exercise doesn't do a lot for you. However, the people watching you will be thinking, oh gosh, I've been there. And that's just what happens. You have to embrace the L's. So start off easy, go to a class, um, go with a friend if you like as well. Accountability is really good. If you can afford it, go to a PT. I went to a PT not last summer, but the summer before. And that was really good as just giving me like the sort of confidence and knowledge of the gym, of where things are, how to set up, how to do the movements. So if you can afford it, I would absolutely recommend it. Otherwise, YouTube, TikTok is a really great place to just find some exercises, 
watch what people are doing on how to do movement safely and finding out how to begin in the gym as well. So many like base workouts as well, starter skeleton workouts, and you can just take it from there. So yeah, make a plan and evaluate this plan on how often you can go and how much time you can put in. So if you can maybe only got time to go to the gym twice a week, and maybe you do one upper day, maybe you do one lower day, or maybe you do classes those days. Um, but don't just go to the gym and always work your biceps, basically, um, because that's not going to do anything for you. Try and do as much as possible with the time you are allocated and don't feel guilty about not having any more time. You do not have to have specific goals either. Um, I don't have time really or the expertise to delve into specific goals, whether it be weight loss, building muscle or such. In my experience, I've been more about building muscle and just genuinely feeling good. Um, so you have to, you will have to research all those things as well. Um, but it's just good to just go and just see what you like, see what machines you like, see what movements you like, and then maybe build it from there. Um, as a general rule of thumb, I think it's that if you're wanting to lose weight, you do cardio before you lift weights. And if you're wanting to build muscle, you lift your weights and then you go on the treadmill. I'm not quite sure. I personally haven't done either of those things, but that's a good starter point, just learning how to balance those workouts and think about how can you make the most of the time that you've got. Some key terms to remember. Um, so a set, that is where you are working the same movement repeatedly. So that might be one set of lunges and you do that four times. So that is four sets. Um, and then your reps. So a rep is one lunge um, and you maybe do 10 reps within a set. So, oh gosh, we're going into maths here. But yes, you do 10 lunges in a set. So you do 10 lunges in a set and you do that four times. That's that's 40 reps. There we go. Um, and then you have supersets. Um, supersets are where you combine two movements. So maybe you do your lunges and then you do some squats and you do them really close together. And then you go back and you do your lunges and then you do some more squats. And you do that repeatedly as opposed to doing all your squats and then all your lunges. Um, I quite like finishing workouts with a little superset just to challenge myself and doing like fun movements too. And then your PB is your personal best. So that is the weight that you can work at. That is the heaviest. So do not push yourself to get PBs unless you feel confident. You have to work up, you have to build this endurance within yourself. So you will find people talking about progressive overload and progressive overload is when you gradually build up your weights or your reps until you move up a level. So for example, again, if we're sticking with lunges and um, say you're doing your lunges with um, a barbell on your back and say you've got a 10 kilogram barbell on your back. So before you change that, you are going to perfect with your form and feeling good afterwards, feeling still energized and not exhausted. You are going to learn how to do 10 lunges on each leg with this kilogram of this kilogram, sorry, this barbell of 10 kilograms on your back before you then maybe take a 15 kg barbell and put it on your back. Or maybe you're going to do um, 12 lunges each side before you move up and you're going to do this. You're going to do 10 to 12 reps until you feel confident and then you're going to build up from six. So that's a really good way to put it. So if you can do 10, 12 confident with that weight, whatever movement it is you're doing, then you move up and then you go to six and then you go to eight and then you go to 10. And then maybe you go to 12 and if you're feeling good with 12, you move on again, et cetera, et cetera. Um, or you can do this with time as well. So maybe you take um, a 30 second rest between your sets. So you do your 10 lunges on one leg, you do your 10 lunges on the next, you take a 30 second break, you go again. Maybe you reduce that to 15 seconds 
and then you go on. So that's progressive over- overload. It's working with your weights and it's working with your time and doing it in a reasonable and sufficient manner before you challenge yourself more because otherwise you're not going to see progress. And that's a good thing to think about as well. Tracking progress, like I say, you can get an app. There's plenty of them out there. You can also use a notebook as well if you're just like scribbling them down in the gym. Um, and you have to, yes, you have to research all these things and you have to make sure you're confident with them, confident with the movements. And depending on your goals, you do have to evaluate what you want to get out of it and what preparation elsewhere that you have to do before you get what you want out of the gym. You've probably heard the phrase abs are made in the kitchen, which is true to an extent. Um, there's also people who talk about bulking and whatnot. Um, I don't do that. I've tried doing that, but I don't do that anymore. I think it'd be quite harmful um, to track your calorie intake and such. But if you are working out, then you are allowed to eat more. Um, you can take that as a baseline. If you're working out, you're spending more energy. And you also need to eat to build muscle. This is something I need to learn myself. I need to eat to build muscle. So I do not criticize myself for maybe having snacks in the evening now, which I'm bad for, because in the morning I'll be going to the gym and I need that energy. Your body needs energy. And primarily, we'll return to this, go to the gym to feel good, not look good. Because if you feel good in the gym, if you feel good about what you're doing, it will not be long before you're looking good as well. Some gyms will also offer lessons if you're not looking to get into free weights and lifting. Just to get into sports, some gyms have pools and all these things. They have spin classes. Spin classes can be really fun as well. Um, but otherwise, other types of exercise to get involved with sports groups. Um, if you're at uni, the chances are there's a society or a club. Like I said earlier, I'm terrified of netball girls. But at my uni, I know that they do like an extreme netball league and a fun girls netball league. Um, so you can maybe see if there's something like that if you're just wanting to do things casually. Um, but there's also Facebook groups as well if you're not at uni, if you're not in that environment where you can reach out and see what's happening in your local area. And there's like so many sports that you can get into as well. Um, you can also do self-defense. This is something I really want to do. That will hopefully be my next comfort zone challenge is getting to a self-defense class. Um, and also dancing as well. Um, I've done, I've tried to make the most of lots of the sports at uni. Um, so I went to tango dancing last semester. Um, I've also been boxing as well because it is a great environment to just try new things because although I do have these stigmas centered around it and like these anxieties thinking oh people are judging me with all these again literally no one cares you can show up to a taster session and literally no one cares um so just do it have fun because why not why not um another way that you can get fit you can get active is you can go for your hot girl walk have you done it yet are you on it um go for your hot girl walk 30 minutes a day go running i can't really talk about running i despise running Again, I tried to get into it at the end of secondary school, but I'm just not built for it. I can't do it. I res- have a huge amount of respect for the people who can and who put themselves towards like running marathons and all that. But me personally, it's not for me. Um, and yes, I've tried it, so I can say that. <laughs> you can also try cold water swimming with an asterisk because that can be very, very dangerous. Um, but like I say, I'm living in Edinburgh going to Portobello Beach and going cold water swimming is very popular here but you know be safe read up on it but it is really good for your mental health I've heard because it sort of like um regulates anxiety and such like this like it's enough of an actual danger in your head that your caveman brain when you're then presented with anxiety for a situation that's not an actual danger can regulate it more and so it's a bit about exposure 
I guess. Um, but yes, obviously, it's a very dangerous thing. Consider about where you're going to do it. Consider why you're doing it um, how long you'll be doing it for. Um, but maybe it's even just like sitting in a cold tub outside. So if you want to do that, do it. Um, but yeah, I've got friends who do it. And personally, it's not for me. But it's a good way to make your body feel physically good and mentally as well. There we go. Um, and there's other things as well you can do just in the comfort of your own home. I know I talk about the gym a lot, but I also do a lot of home workouts as well. And I still love doing them. So on a Monday, I will start my day with a little home dance workout. And I absolutely love it. It is great. You can type it into YouTube, little dance workout. So you can do like Mamma Mia, Hannah Montana, Beyonce, Naughty's tracks, 80s power ballads pretty much any any music under the sun you can dance to it um, and it's a little bit of cardio just from the safety of your own room and no one's judging you because no one can see my blinds are drawn but it's a great way to start my Monday it boosts my confidence it makes me happy um, and then I get a lot done on my Monday as well I also do um, a little meditation when I do a home workout as well I like to do that I'm currently using the wild minds app which is really nice um, so I do a little bit of that in my morning. It just sets me up for the day. I also do Pilates on a Wednesday. Pilates I have a sort of strained relationship with. I absolutely hate starting it. But every single time that I finish a Pilates home workout, like I do feel good. But I just hate doing it. Um, but sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's fun. You can also do like yoga infused ones. And I love yoga. Yoga is so good. Um, even if you're not particularly stressed or anxious yoga is so good I do think that I am a lot more flexible I've been doing yoga and pilates a lot more over the past year and I'm definitely a lot more flexible than I have been um in the past and I did have a severe accident a few years ago and I've been very fortunate but flexibility is very important to me um, and looking after my body as well I suppose that is maybe why I appreciate sports so much because I almost didn't get the opportunity to do all these cool things with my body um so if you have a body and you're able to do all these things, then yeah, absolutely do it because you never know. But yes, flexibility is very important to me and it's great to actually see results as well and feel them too. And also you can just start your day by stretching as well. If that's what you want to start off with and you eventually want to build up to going to the free weight section, some stretches in the morning, just 10 minutes, just to wake yourself up and set you off for a good day. So that is the conclusion of today's workout. I hope there are some pointers in there to help you fall in love with exercise, whether that's going to the gym, overcoming anxiety and bad past experiences, starting a new sport, getting into yoga or Pilates, finding new goals. I really hope there's been a takeaway for you here. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review, give me a follow on social media, share it on your socials as well. It would really mean a lot. And hopefully I will see you all next week.